Welcome to Revive Family, Parenting in the 21st Century with researcher, author, lecturer, counselor, and coach, Jeff Schott. Jeff has written Influential Parenting, a comprehensive program designed to help parents become important influencers in guiding their kids to success. He also wrote the book, Going, Going, Gone, about kids departing the faith they were raised in. Learn more about the program and the book at revivefamily.com. Hello, and welcome back to Parenting in the 21st Century. I'm Jeff Schott, and with me today in studio is Jennifer, my daughter, who recently went off to college. Parents, if your kids are getting close to heading off to college, this program's for you. It will help you understand what they're going to be facing and ways that you can help prepare them to make a smooth transition. So Jennifer, thanks for being with us today. It's great to have you here. It's good to be here. So when we think back to your transition to college, which wasn't all that long ago, oh my goodness, it's a huge change, isn't it? Tell us about that first night on campus. It is unbelievably lonely. You just want to shrink up and, and in a ball in the corner of your dorm room and, and you just don't understand how it could be this lonely when you're surrounded by all these people. But it's because you don't know anybody. You've never been here before and you're just figuring out your new life. It's interesting because having grown up in my home, you saw all the college transition videos we produced from interviews with college students, and they talked about the loneliness. So you were probably more aware of it, more prepared than most students, but it still caught you by surprise. Why do you think that is? Because the it's overwhelming to watch your parents get in the car and drive away, and they're out of sight. And you know that they're leaving and they're going back home and you're just like, that's where I want to be right now. I want to be at home. And I think that's one of the shocking things for most teenagers is that that first night they're thinking, oh man, I just want to go home. Yeah, I, I'll i never forget the day my parents dropped me off at the same school you go to, Northern Arizona University, and they piled into the suburban and backed out and I'm standing on the curb fighting back tears and I see both both of them fighting back tears and yeah the loneliness is intense so how did that loneliness impact you it definitely impacted me way more than I thought I ended up becoming more friends with my roommates than going out and finding a good friend group and a healthy friend group and uh, I ended up just doing things like reverting back to when I wasn't in a healthy place and it it affected me greatly. It was not the best decisions I've ever made. Yeah, and I know that you made a lot better decisions than a lot of your roommates and a lot of the people around you. But before we go there, tell me a little bit of what would you say to students that are heading off to college? They're sitting as juniors or seniors in high school. They're listening right now. And they're thinking, oh, I've got this college transition handled. It's going to be easy. What do you want to say to them? Stop thinking that. It's not easy. I was extremely prepared. I knew there was going to be loneliness. I knew there were going to be hard decisions to make. And I I messed up. I mean, your mess ups, describe your mess ups because the, you know, parents' minds are going wild with, with what can be messed up on the college campus. And I know that for you, you, you take these things very seriously, but I think most parents would be thrilled with the college transition you made, which I know I am as well. So what were your mess ups? My mess ups were just 
sticking with the wrong people, I ended up getting involved in a campus ministry that wasn't very healthy for me and um, deciding to stick with it, making my first semester miserable. And um, by the end of my first semester, I wanted to transfer back home to the school in Durango and ended up deciding to stick with it. And I'm glad I did because this past uh, semester, this past year, actually, I have made so many significant changes in my college life that I just absolutely love. Great. So you stuck with a group because it was the one group you had plus your roommates. And and so, you know, venturing out and trying new things was difficult. That was the big mistake you feel you made. It was a huge mistake. Don't just stick with one thing. If you If you're unhappy in a club that you're in, if you're unhappy with just the friends that you have in your dorm room, go out and find better, healthier relationships to help you move forward to help you grow. I know I definitely needed it. I mean, I know for students, given all the research I've done, that when they leave home, they think it's going to be easy, that a lot of them are screaming for freedom from home. And, and that can lead to a lot of mistakes uh, in the first week, two weeks on campus. What were some of the mistakes you saw going on around you in the, the first weeks on campus of the semester? Well, everybody gets on campus and they're like, I'm free, but they're also lonely. And so they end up doing things that they wouldn't normally do at home and going to these parties that they're invited to, going out with some guy that they just met. And it's it's actually really dangerous and really stupid to go out and do those things when you're that lonely because then you end up sticking with it because you find a group of people there and they're sticking with it and you just end up in this rut that you just can't climb out of. Yeah, I talked to so many students in the research that felt so alone and so stressed and 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 the change um, was so overwhelming that they jumped into that party scene and got trapped in it and then discovered, you know, a year or two years later, they needed to get out of it to succeed in school. And when they did, a lot of those friends disappeared on them because they weren't real friends. So finding the right group of people is critical in the first week on campus, the first day on campus. In fact, my research said the first 72 hours, the first three days on campus were vital to setting a healthy trajectory on campus. What what was your experience? Well, I came in halfway through the year, so most of the people on campus had already been there for a semester, and I was kind of feeling two different positions here. I was feeling lonely in the fact that I wasn't at home, and I was also feeling out of the loop because other people had been there and I hadn't. Um, And so I just, I ended up, you know befriending my roommates, sticking with that. I befriended um, a girl that I met at orientation and we just stuck in this little tiny friend group. There was just four of us in it and we never left our dorm. We got food and we went back to our dorm. We went to go see a movie and we went back to our dorm. We did everything in our dorm room and I highly regret that. That was your first semester. So, you know, students aren't expecting that stress change and loneliness. Why aren't kids prepared 
for life on their own today? Why aren't they prepared for that stress change and loneliness and, and able to make good decisions? I would say your decisions we were thrilled with. They were far healthier than so many of the students we interviewed in the research. So we were thrilled with your transition to college, but you still felt it could have been better. Why aren't kids ready for that stress change and loneliness today? I believe it has to go with the fact that they're just unprepared. They, um, they don't understand um, what the college life is going to be like. Uh, so four things that I really think are really important to know and understand before you go into your first semester are you have to find a good and healthy friend group. That's absolutely vital. They need to be able to support you. They need to have the same ideals, beliefs as you. Um, and um, they need to be headed in a, a healthy direction also. Second, I ha- focus on school first. School always, and I mean always, comes first. Third, you have to get out of your dorm room. Do not spend your entire semester in your dorm room. And then the last one was uh, conflict resolution with your roommates. I, I feel like most people don't know how to do that. And I ended up being a mediator for my roommates my freshman year. And I ended up fixing a ton of problems my sophomore year also. Interesting. So those are four of the things that you think kids need to be prepared for as they head off to college. We're going to look more at those in the next segment that we record. But before we head off to break, I'd like to ask this question. Um, What would you say to parents about helping their kids be ready for life on their own? What is the big mistake you see in the lives of all the students around you that are in their freshman, sophomore, even junior year? And, and, that parents are making that are holding their kids back from growing up, maturing, and even in ways impeding them from making wise, healthy decisions on their own. I believe that independence is one of those things. uh, Kids in high school really need to have independence and free decision to become adults. Not only that, I believe an important thing is that they need to have a job. A job really gets them into what the working world is going to be like and what they need to do. And um, it gives them more responsibility and it helps them mature faster. I remember getting my first job and I even took a semester off of school to work at a hotel to save up money. And I remember sitting there at the hotel thinking, oh my gosh, I am 18 years old. I'm here alone in charge of the entire hotel, and I'm not even allowed to check in anybody under 21. But you were in charge of the hotel at 18. Yeah. You had the night shift all to yourself. Pretty much. Yeah. And that was great experience, and I saw you grow a lot in that. I also know that in high school, we gave you a lot of freedom, a lot of independence, from money management to your own sleeping schedule to all of that. How much did that help you as you transitioned to college, having that independence, having learned those to make those decisions before you left home? I am very, very big on not spending money. I try not to spend any money unless I need something. And I also 
watch what time it is when I go to bed. I, I, I do a lot of things that I realize that I did at home, um, which I believe is really important. Uh, I learned how to do all of this at home. I learned, I did my laundry from middle school. I had complete control of my sleep schedule. They gave me money to buy my own clothes and I had to manage that money. I was basically in charge of all of my life in high school, which I believe translated a great deal to college. Yeah. And that's why I saw you, I think, make a much better decision to be able to help roommates and other people resolve conflict. We'll be back in a few minutes to talk about the four points that students really need to consider carefully as they head off to college. We'll talk a little bit more about that college transition experience as we seek to help parents understand what their kids face when they leave home. And those students that are listening in, we want you to get ready. We want you to be prepared to make a smooth, successful transition, one that you'll be proud of and will set you up for success in the rest of your life. Become part of the growing family of parents who interact with Revive Family Online. Every week we share new content, ideas, and encouraging blog posts via social media on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and LinkedIn. Follow us today to receive helpful insights and ideas from myself and the Revive Family team. Welcome back to Parenting in the 21st Century. We're talking about the college transition and my daughter's first semester on the college campus and the lessons she learned that will help you understand what your kids face as they head off to college and for the students out there, help you understand what you need to be prepared for so that you make a smooth, successful transition to college and away from home. Jennifer, we've been talking about your first night on campus, your first week on campus. I know that during that first semester, there was a point where your roommates decided to party and you had to make some uncomfortable decisions that night, but I think they were the right decisions. Share about that experience with the audience. It was two of my friends' uh, 20th birthdays. They were two days apart and they decided that they were going to get some alcohol, bring it back to the room and party. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to stop you. Um, but you do you go ahead. I'm not going to drink. They ended up getting fairly drunk. One of them fell and hit the back of her head and ended up with a awful concussion that kept her out of classes for about a week. And um, and then one of their friends came up from a town nearby and ended up getting completely drunk. I ended up taking away his keys and making him sleep on the floor of our dorm. <laughs> he was planning to drive home that night drunk? He, he was planning to drive two hours down a windy highway in winter, might I add, there was probably ice on the road. Got it. And so you took his keys away and then gave them back to him the next morning when he was sober enough to go. Right. And so obviously you came in with a level of maturity due to all the independence and all the self-decisions you got to make through high school that a lot of the students around you didn't have. So parents, I want to reemphasize what Jennifer said at the end of the last session. The students that we saw do the best in the college transition in the research were the ones that had a very different relationship with their parents, where their parents did trust them, did empower them, where they made a lot of decisions in high school on their own. And 
the other factor we saw was when students knew where they were going, they had a goal, they had a direction, they knew what kind of career they wanted to pursue because then they were motivated to make good decisions because they didn't want to have anything get in the way of their own goals for their life, their future, their career. And so those were really vital pieces um, to seeing kids make good transitions, both of which you had in place when you went off. You knew you wanted to be a school teacher. Mm-hmm. You knew that... Um, uh, you had been running big chunks of your life and making all of these decisions already. So the stress and change wasn't as severe for you as it was for so many of the students around you, which is why I believe you handled it so much better. Um, but I know that, you know, you did end up kind of cloistered in your dorm room that first semester, uh, hanging out with just a very small group of friends and the one ministry that, you know, you wish you'd gone and investigated others. And I know I encouraged you multiple times, go try some others, go try some others, uh, you know, reinforce a little bit of, you know, why you got into that mindset of just kind of hunkering down and, and hanging out with a few people. Well, I, my roommate showed up after my parents had left and I met her for the first time in person, and we kind of hit it off the bat. She was also an elementary major, and um, she really, we we had a great time together, and so we became friends, and then, you know, down the line, I started noticing these things, and, you know, she wasn't a believer, which um, which was a little bit hard for me because I, I was a uh, I wasn't around that many believers and it was hard for me to, you know, stick with my faith when they were saying other things. And so I found a ministry on campus and they ended up being a whole lot different than I had hoped. And, um, they hurt one of my friends very deeply and I ended up just having to leave. And by the end of the semester, I, was kind of fed up with my roommates, fed up with the ministry I was a part of, and ready to go home. And you wish you had gone out and explored more options in terms of campus ministries and other clubs, activities on campus. Oh, yeah. Whether it be in the activity center or it be, you know, working out in the rec center or any of those things, the classes they have available. You have to get out of your dorm room. Staying in that cooped-up environment with one other or two other people is not healthy. You end up wanting to rip each other's throats out by the end of the semester. And believe me, my my two roommates tried to do that to each other. And I know that you mentioned uh, there were four areas that you really think students need to consider as they head off to school. And the first one was finding a good group of friends on campus. Why is that so important? It is extremely important. I have finally been able to find the perfect friend group for myself, and it's through a campus ministry. Um, I was walking through a college fair and stopped at a Bible study tent, and somebody ended up overhearing my conversation and invited me to go to this ministry with them. And, And now she's my best friend, and all of my friends are through that ministry and it's the best thing ever. I would never want to trade my friend group right now. They all have the same beliefs as me and they all encourage me and it's a very empowering feeling. Okay. That's great. 
And then you said, you know, priorities, setting priorities, you had to do that on your own in high school. So you were good at it when you hit the college campus. But I know as you looked at some of your roommates, the people around you in classes, their priorities weren't the same as yours. And, and what is the priority you've, you had? Why do you believe having that priority is so important? And what would you say to students about setting priorities very quickly once they arrive on campus? My first priority on campus is school. And that's because college is not like high school at all. College is regarding your future, your career, and your path that you want to be set on for the rest of your life. You have to take college as the first priority. Your classes, your homework assignments, your, your essays, they are the first priority. This is all for your future. How important is it to get to actual class on the college campus? Oh, so important. You miss one class and it's like missing an entire week of high school. And so by being in class, even if they have the recordings that you can listen to online, which some schools do have later, and, and students tend to try and do that, why is being in class so much better than some of those other mediums? Because professors say things that you don't understand. You have to be able to be there in person and ask the questions so that you can get a better understanding. And don't worry, professors aren't going to think that they're dumb questions. Every question is a good question. Even if it's something that most of the class understands, it's important that you understand it. Yeah, especially if you want to do well, as this is going to set you up for your future career. So the first one is find a good friend group. The second is focus on school first. Set the right priorities when you hit campus. The third is getting out of your room. You know, that first semester, uh, we're overwhelmed. There's a lot of stress. There's a lot of change. There's loneliness. And for some people, that loneliness will drive them out of their dorm room and into the party scene. And that can has its own downfalls and challenges with performance in school and everything. For others, they hunker down and hide out in their dorm rooms. I know you were the latter, hunkering out and yeah. hiding in your dorm room. What would you tell students to do when they get to campus, even if they're feeling like hiding in their dorm room? Where should they go? What should they do? How do they begin to consider other things? Okay, every different major on a college campus has a club or two. There are also campus ministries. There are working. You can go to the gym and, and get involved in a Zumba class you, or a cycling class. Go and do activities on campus. Don't sit in your dorm room. Don't go out to parties. You've got to find that place where you can go and you can find your friends and be with them. And it's really important. So my first semester, I ended up in my dorm room most of the day. I would go to class, get food, go back to my dorm room. And it was by the end of the semester, my dorm room was just not the right place for me to be. And it's because I'd been in there over half of my entire semester. That was my safe haven. That's where I stayed. I never wanted to leave my dorm room. Now I go out, I find my friends, we go and we do things, we go see movies together, we go work out together, we go to worship together, church, we do everything together as a group and we'll find rooms on campus that we've been in a thousand times just to sit and talk, 
but it's not our dorm room. Excellent. So get out of your dorm rooms, get involved in activities, campus ministry, uh, clubs, the ski club, the cycling club, the chess club. I mean, there are so many opportunities to be involved. Take those, venture out, even though you're overwhelmed in that first semester, you'll be glad you did. And the fourth point is dealing with conflict. One of the things in our home, given all the independence, was we gave you the ability also and helped you and your sister Heather learn to resolve your conflicts. You saw a lot of conflict uh, on campus and a lot of students not prepared for that. What would you say to the parents about helping kids be ready to resolve conflict when they hit campus? You've got to let them talk things out. So many kids have never been able to have a sit-down, talk-through, conflict resolution conversation. And I find that a little hard to believe because that's all we would do in my house. But it's so true. You have got to let your kids, if you have two daughters and they're fighting, sit them down. Get them to listen to either side. Get them to understand that there's a middle point that you can come to and understand each other and create a solution to the problem. We've reached the end of our time for this program on the college transition and what parents need to understand and students need to understand to be prepared to make a smooth transition to college. Thanks for joining me, Jeff Schott, for Parenting in the 21st Century. We'll be back next week with another topic to help parents become smarter, better, wiser, and more influential in their kids' lives. That's it for this edition of Revive Family Parenting in the 21st Century with Jeff Schott. We'll return soon with another program designed to help you become a wiser, more effective, more influential parent. Jeff's website is revivefamily.com. Parenting in the 21st Century is produced in association with Faith Radio. Jeff Schott is a pastoral counselor and coach. He is not a licensed healthcare professional. What you've heard is not a substitute for seeking professional medical or psychological support.